Just a quick note before we get started. Today we are joined by my very talented friend, Ken Wyman. Neither Skankra nor Dagan knows that he's on the line, so enjoy their genuine shock when he appears. But we don't ever get to do a proper introduction. Ken is a master carpenter slash thespian, which is an interesting multi-class choice if you ask me. He hails from the deep woods of Vermont, where we've only got hares and bears, and you ain't got no claws, boy. Um, you're listening to, um, uh, uh, Okay, excellent. Welcome back. Woohoo! Yeah. So you guys are in a large cavern with green slime all over the place. Poor Skankra is one dart short of a bushel. Aww. But I did light Dagon on fire. Oh yeah. Fuck, I'm like pretty badly hurt actually. Aww. And there's a sad pile of dust where one of the warrior creatures used to be. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently those warriors are a little homicidal. They're a tad flammable too, <laughs> from the looks of it. Good to know. Yeah, that is an interesting point. I wonder if that's true about the white ones. If you think about it, when you were back in the village, they were all warming up near a fire, but it wasn't a standard fire. It was a sparkler chemical sort of thing. Oh. Maybe they've never seen actual fire. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Now, of course, thinking upside down a world, are the white guys afraid of ice? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there, Keith. Yeah. There's two meanings to ice. Ice, ice, baby. Oh, guys, I still have some spell slots left. I can do some healing. I feel like that'd be not a bad thing, because I'm kind of boring. Not that the DM knows something that you don't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have all seven of my hit points. You got hit in the shoulder with an arrow. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, ow. Mr. Not Writing Down Hit Point Damage. Also, Keith... I didn't even bring my character sheet back from Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually does have seven hit points, because his maximum hit points, remember, reached double digits. Oh, that's right. That's true. No, I legitimately have 13 hit points. So did you leave your character sheet in Vermont and therefore you've lost a level? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. No, no, no. I, oh, did I? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, whatever. All right, well, Runnis lays his hand on everybody, and everybody is healed up to maximum. Nice. Yay! Feeling fine. Except for that poor warrior creature. There's no healing from that. Yeah, fire hurt. Fire bad. <laughs> so yeah, you're in a giant cavern. You can see the walls to the left and right of you. You essentially are still at the base where the elevators came down. So you have the wall to the back of you. So you can see the wall behind you, the wall to the left, wall to the right. But ahead, it narrows and then becomes a tunnel off in the far distance beyond the edge of your dark vision. Um, so it doesn't take a super brain genius to know which direction you need to go. Yeah. That way, I'm a super brain genius. Um, maybe we should ask Crystal for which direction we should go. <sighs> okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. You both took me seriously. It's <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> yeah. That really does say something that we were all like, okay, Scott, here we go. 
<laughs> exactly. I'm like, come on. Like, we were being so polite. We didn't make fun of you. We were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of disappointed because you're like, yeah, it wouldn't take a brain genius to figure out what direction to go. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was immediately scrolling to wonder what the crystal would say. And uh... Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to say where are we going in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dove el autobus? <laughs> Donde estas la biblioteca? La baño. <laughs> Yeah. Dove el baño? Dove andare? Yeah, all right. Dove andiamos? Andiamos. Andiamos. Okay, so wow, that was offensive to pretty much most of Europe. Yeah, <laughs> we got everybody covered. Yep. <laughs> oh fuck are you! <laughs> so going forward, but in what order? How do you want to do this? Well, I'm still dressed as the racist dwarf, mind you. Oh yes. I'm still the bad guy. Follow me. All right. So Runnus clonks forward, and you go down the top. It starts off as a very wide and tall, expansive cave. And as you trudge forward, it narrows and narrows and narrows until it's about the size of um, a good size airport hallway. So probably 50 feet wide. You can definitely see all of the walls. I get on the walk later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see that poor guy sleeping who hasn't been allowed to leave the airport in 30 years. Mm. I put one of those stickers that looks like an outlet for people's phone chargers, but it's just a sticker. Oh, oh yeah, one of those D-bags. You are truly evil. That is a true Skankra move. <laughs> it is. God. But I would set up and like maybe have people pay me for access first. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally. So you start to notice bits of bones and scattered detritus as you get closer and closer to the far end. Well, that's never a good sign. Mm. Yeah, it starts to get that little layer feel, you know? I think the dwarf should go first now. Um, okay. Skanky, why don't you just use that predator vision and see if there's an actual, I don't know, predator here. You know, I could do that. Or I could do color spray and then really just light things up. <sighs> All right, all right, I'll do predator vision. I'll look through all three and see what happens. Okay. The red lens, there's no particular heat. Well, actually, that's not true. There's a generalized heat. It's hotter on the far side of the cavern, but nothing that's in a body shape or anything that's footprints or specific like that. Mm. So it's like somebody farted there a couple of minutes ago? Yes. Yeah, like a cloud. A general cloud kill. Yeah, all right. The purple lens doesn't give you anything interesting, and the yellow lens you can see a fairly bright wall shape on the far end. It's like you're looking at a flat square of semi-brilliant yellow. Guys, there's a force field ahead. Um, well, maybe inactivated or something? <laughs> well, I feel like, as with all doors and walls, if you just run fast enough into it. Yeah, I mean, that's cool for like steel and iron and all that shit, but I don't do magic. Except for when I fart. I think you just have to do it a little harder. And may I point out, somebody who's paying attention, i.e. me, remembers that you got some sort of inspiration bullshit thingy that allows you to crash through the next obstacle. Oh, fuck. Look at Skankra paying attention. Boom! 
I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're paying attention. You're the one that edits the episodes, jackass. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but then you're assuming that I pay attention when I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, okay, touche. Interesting. Is it a door or is it like a wall or some shit? Run into it and find out. Yeah, so as you step forward, it is a gigantic set of double doors mm. with beautiful inlay, ancient scripts that you have no idea what they're saying, pictures of women holding goblets and skeletons jumping off of cliffs, and it's, it's really beautiful. Now, wait a minute, I don't want to break that door. Cultural significance of it looks really old and it's made out of a solid black iron. Mm. Oh, it's iron, not stone? Yes. Well, that's interesting. Do you think they're like traps or something? Or Look, you've got the super magical door breaker thing. I don't think you should look a gift magic thing in the mouth. Just crash that shit. Uh, if you want me to, I can check it out. I'm an adventurer and can look for those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, why don't you check that out and then I'll prepare to punch the shit out of it or something. How is caution funny? As we all know, I have a really good chance of screwing it up really badly. That's true. That's always funny. All Alright, so I want to text Sean something so Kaylee can't hear me, damn it. <laughs> you just confused the fuck out of Sean. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait till like she's right about to start checking and then use my punchy fist to explode the door. <laughs> Okay. I love how you tried to sneak around the NPC. <laughs> yeah, I want to sneak around the NPC right when she's not paying attention, and then boom! Boy, that'll get her. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It just cuts. She pulls out a fine tool, looks like a lockpicking sort of tool, and starts feeling around the cracks. And right at that moment, you put your hand on the door, and it explodes into glowing red embers that fall heatlessly to the ground. She freezes, spins around. Oh my god, I didn't do that! I swear! I rolled relatively well! I swear I didn't do that! You broke the culturally significant door! It seems like you probably activated a trap of some kind, right? I mean, can I roll for fool Kaylee? <laughs> can somebody explain to Scott the concept of an NPC? <laughs> <laughs> so we're supposed to have personality, not a huge amount of personality, <laughs> but just enough to make room for you guys, you know? We're sort of fillers. But Kaylee is, she's sentient, right? <laughs> no, I'm not a crystal. Oh. <laughs> I'm a pretend person. I rolled a 10. He's basically like doing this huge performance show for a mannequin. Yeah. He's like, oh, I fooled that mannequin. Ah. You totally fooled me. I'm kind of shaken and I'm not quite sure what's going on, but do you want to hear what's on the other side of that wall? We could probably just look through it now. <laughs> the exploding door wall? I don't even know what anything is anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Kaylee. I didn't mean to scare you. It's okay. I was just messing around. <laughs> So as the glowing red of all these falling embers slowly fades as what used to be metal bits fall apart onto the ground. Wow, that was awesome. It is replaced by the red glow of the massive cavern behind it. You feel a wave of heat hit your face and you can see in the semi-distance a wide pool of glowing red fire water of some sort. You've never seen anything like it, but the heat is just baking off of it. Mm -hmm. You could see all that shimmering heat 
and in that middle distance, you can see a figure pulling at something right on the edge of that super red pond surface. What kind of figure? Is like a racist dwarf-looking kind of figure, or...? It's hunched over and looks smaller than the ones you've been fighting so far. You can't really tell a lot because the shimmering really messes it up, but just in case, we should push it into the fire water. There's definitely a lot of grumbling. Maybe that's Thungren or something. Do I smell musk? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like brimstone than musk. I don't know what brimstone is. <laughs> it's the devil's crotch, not Thungren. Well, I mean, we kind of made an entrance that's not necessarily subtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so we might as well just go up to it and see what it is. Yeah, I'm going to go up. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, hey, are you the racist dwarf? <laughs> oh, nice to finally see you. I can't believe it took you this long to get here. Oh, my God. What? What have you been doing? Oh, shit. <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> no! It's me, Spang. <laughs> it's you who? I dreamed of you. Spang! Spang? Yes! Is that the name of the racist dwarf? No! I am not a racist, I'm a gnome. Maybe you're the racist. Yeah. Oh. Calling me a dwarf. What, do you hate gnomes or something? Oh! Uh. I'm sorry, I guess I just screwed up the nomenclature. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Well, it seems screwing things up is certainly in your CV. <laughs> Anyone else want to pick up on what I just laid down there, or what? Yeah, I, well, I got it, I got it. Yeah, it hurt. It, <laughs> we all took two points of pun damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two points of pun damage. Of punishment. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So this gnome is vainly pulling at the handles of a push cart that is half in and half out of this red-hot glow looks like molten metal almost and it seems to be made of wood yet it's not burning but it's certainly not coming out of the magma. Well don't just stand there help me pull this out. Yeah get to work assistance. Oh well like oh, I help him. <laughs> I just help him. <laughs> what about you tall lanky one? <laughs> Oh, I'm more of a... I don't have the same physical intelligence as the, uh, as, as the dwork. It seems to be you're lacking in will, not capability. Oh, no, I think it's sort of all of the above. Yeah, I have no will to help you. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of just an asshole. You've probably just ignore him. That's kind of what I do. I could help. I don't mind helping strangers. Uh, thank you, young man. Helping is for NPCs. <laughs> so, um, wh what are we helping you do anyway? We need to get my cart out of this lava. We need to get it to the other side of the door here before we can have business dealings. You mean, you know, the door that is no more, I guess? Yes, we just need to get out of this room. Aren't you hot? <laughs> I'm burning up in here. Yeah, it is kind of warm, but, you know, I don't have very many clothes, so... <laughs> so let's talk less and pull more. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay. Well, fi fine, jeez. All right. Welcome to the clan. Try to accomplish something. <laughs> <laughs> so Runnus does a mighty pull. Dagon, do you fall into the lava, or what do you do? Oh, uh, athletics or something? Just roll strength, yeah. Yeah, 18, actually. Okay, excellent. So between the two of you, you're able to pull it creaking out of the hot magma where it is completely unscathed. It's really strange to consider where it had been sitting with not even a scorch. So Dagon, the lava doesn't hurt. You could totally swim in it. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
How heavy is this cart? Does this cart seem, like, weirdly heavy? Once you get it out, it feels pretty standard for a wooden cart with a decent amount of possessions in it. Mm. What type of possessions? Can you be more specific? (laughs) So it starts rattling across the hardened magma stones towards the doorway, and on the display cases, first of all, it's all glass-fronted, so there's nothing that you can touch, but... Oh, I dreamed about this! Give me my ring! (laughs) (laughs) Dreamed about it? You mean you used my girlfriend, stole her, and extracted information that wasn't yours to have? (laughs) Wait, that was Scott. That needed to be Dagan. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The way you move makes me want to know your name. The way you talk makes me want to play this game. The way you breathe makes me never feel the same. I want to know ya. I want to know ya. The way you You know, I wounded you both, which was really amazing. (laughs) So rattling on the top of these cushions are a number of interesting items that especially catch Skankra's eye. They have like a a mystical look to them that you're used to paying attention to. Mm. There's a thin, short dagger, looks like a a letter opener if you knew what one of those are, Mm. that has a snake curled around the blade on the outside of the blade, so it doesn't look like it's a useful knife for cutting cutting. Uh, But that's just sitting there looking all sparkly and powerful. Mm. And then there's a small golden box with what looks like a blinking, moving human an eye built into the lid and there are a number of chains and jangly things in lower shelves where all the cheap crap is that you try to sell to tourists and then dead center on the purple cushion is this black ring that appears to be completely solid black it doesn't shine in the light but it has this purple writing on the outside of the ring and the writing is emitting some sort of purplish smoke so that the entire thing appears to be enveloped in this sort of purplish smoke. But that's the best you can get while the cart is rattling towards the doorway. You can put your eyes back in your head, boy. If you want to have a good deal, you'd best be more subtle. Um, I just kind of like those chains. Maybe I can make a nunchuck or something out of it. <laughs> You're a special case, I can tell. Well, yeah, well, the people at the monk box always told me I was special, so... Well, you have clearly demonstrated that you are special. <laughs> mm, it's true. I'm sorry, I'm just loving this too much. <laughs> I can't even concentrate. All right. <laughs> Hello, dear listener. You guessed it. Skankra is trying something devious. He's pulling out his patented pop hits of the late 90s distraction kit in order to attempt a theft against this clearly innocent street merchant. How will it go? What will he roll? How will he wriggle out of responsibility this time? Let's listen and find out. So what are we doing? Where are we going? Have you happened to see a a racist dwarf wandering around? I've seen many racist dwarfs in my travels, but none recently. Yeah, we're we're looking for the guy that's got like a hood and he's got like a white hand on his face and he clearly doesn't see because his clan hood doesn't have eye holes cut out of it, which is really stupid. I don't know why they made a hood like that. They should have cut eye holes for him. But anyway. (laughs) I love Dagan, the fashion critic. (laughs) Yeah. Far on the other side of the room, well, on the other side of the magma, you suddenly hear this blaring sound of uh, a... <laughs> 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 
<laughs> really? Um, I'm thinking that you probably should just make sure that you're keeping an eye on the shit because that's probably just a distraction for Skankrod to steal some shit. It could be a dragon! <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, you cast alarm. <laughs> so, did you men bring a bard with you? <laughs> They're always fun on an adventure. <laughs> Nope, nope, nothing was accomplished. He was unable to break through the glass. He did well enough to not get detected, but not well enough to actually do anything. Better luck next time, Skankra. So you heard kind of a tinkle sound from the cart. It rattles a bit. Potentially, maybe it hit a bump as you're going through the doorway, but you are now safely in the hallway where there's a lot of this metallic dust. You have four warriors standing there with stone spears just sort of idling and waiting to be told what to stab. Yeah. Runnus, Kaylee, Skankra. What about Sparkly Lady, who can't talk to me anymore? It's supposed to be making you smart. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's been spraying colors at you the whole time. Yeah. But she must be trying to light your way or something uh, so that you could see or I don't know. Who knows what? So, like, Dagan goes up to her and points at the gnome and then holds up the green mushroom with a question mark face or the red mushroom with a question mark face. <laughs> question mark mm -hmm. face. Yes, a question mark face. That might be the name of the episode already. <laughs> <laughs> a question mark face, you know. <laughs> It, like a dog who tilts his head to the ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her face slits have certainly opened. She's spraying color at you. She looks like she has something to say, but hard to say what that is. So I think we should all go around the room and say how many hit points we have, Gnome. <laughs> it would be my pleasure, sir. <laughs> you first. Oh, <laughs> 370. <laughs> a paltry number, to be sure. Um... Coffee? Anyone for coffee? <laughs> How are you making coffee down here? I don't, well, I don't have any, but I don't know. I was just thinking you might need some caffeine or some kind of other stimulant so that you don't fall asleep anytime soon. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we should get down to business, you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, what are you doing down here anyway? I mean, like... It's hot, and it's also down far away from other people. I am in the unfortunate position that I must follow wherever Timora leads me. And unfortunately, she uh, led me to you. Timora is the racist dwarf? No. Who is Timora? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Timora is a god. Someone you should have heard of by now as you travel the world. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't really traveled very far, just like back and forth from the monk box, really. <laughs> well, I never would have guessed. <laughs> he has fallen in love with about 15 different creatures. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, you know, I like sparkly bits, I like musk smell, and I like, you know, those are the things I like, so. I feel like I know a lot about you already. <laughs> yeah, musk spell and... Sentient objects. Sentient beings, yeah. Crystals, I like crystals. I know of a club in Diagon. <laughs> Where you might find some of these things you're interested in. Oh, yeah, it's called the back shaft, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Musk and sparkles. Mm. So, isn't that called Crambler? What? 
Oh, it's too obscure and dark. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> too obscure and dark. That is basically what this podcast is. Well, also, like, that's a pop culture, and I don't really do pop cultures, because I just... So that's Nambla for crystals, so... <laughs> oh. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sean, you should do it with a... You need to show him a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely a red mushroom. Red mushroom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Certainly a red mushroom, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I believe you're the one they call Skankra. Am I correct in this? Well, indeed, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it is you I've been sent here to entreat. Obviously, you wouldn't want to talk to an NPC or a lower dwarf. <laughs> No, I'm happy to talk to anyone who will talk to me. I don't get around very much to speak with people of culture. That's going to change now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm here. I can say words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, why don't you go and lift something? The adults are talking. I mean, okay. I'm just going to, like, go search around and around <laughs> in circles for a bit. Uh, the distant music has now died off. Cher has moved on with her computer voice. <laughs> it's a really good tune. Really, really catchy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go lift her <laughs> well, Skankra, Tamor has sent me here to find you. Sensible. She wishes you to take possession of this black ring. Oh, well, I, I, well, of course. It is a highly magical artifact, one which I'm sure would change your life in many ways. And I would only use for good. <laughs> Dagan dropped the rock on his foot <laughs> after hearing that. <laughs> Roll damage. Two. <laughs> Two points of damage. (laughs) If only the ring was mine to give. Unfortunately, there is a price to be paid. You can have the dwarf. It's fine. No. No, I think not. Ah, you were smarter than I thought you were. Well, you don't get to be my age without having a brain in your head. Yes, and you don't get to have been Skankra 8 in episode 11 without dying a lot. So we've all been around the block. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what Timora wishes from you is to turn a new leaf, sir. Oh. She wants to see that you have the mental fortitude and flexibility to speak for an entire episode only in compliments to other people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, I just maxed out my mic. Is your life disappointing? Are you a miserable failure? Are you held back by a festering stew of genetic catastrophe and dreadful life choices? Do you feel like you're a walking piece of putrid subhuman garbage because that's what your family, your friends, strangers on the street, your mirror, and basic common sense tells you? Are you uncommonly stupid, unhygienic, and pathetic in a way that inspires disdain and not empathy? Your cat never looked at you, of course, but is your dog starting to avoid eye contact and staring out a window at homeless people hoping to be adopted? You must feel terrible. And you should, because you have low self-esteem. At the Skankra School of Self-Esteem, we're here to help. 
you just need some encouraging words and a little boost. And nobody's better at compliments than Skankrock. He's here to help you with healthy, positive affirmations. Like, you be you. You can't stop being such a loser. So save yourself the struggle and give up. Sure, your hands are small, but so is your penis. You match, buddy. Accept the things you can't control. Like the fact that you're painfully ugly. With your level of success, it's natural that you'll be alone forever. It's perfectly reasonable that the lady of the night would want you to wear a bag over your face. It's got a job to do, and it's helping her help you. Skankra's School of Self-Esteem. You have a purpose. Your misery makes others feel better about themselves. Make your down payments to skankrajr at gmail.com. You're listening to Wisdom of One. I really am smart enough to do that. Oh, man. I'm really well suited for this. We certainly hope so, but time will tell. I'm great at telling time. It is a marathon, not a sprint, Sir Skankra. Oh, man. I'm good at running. Wow, I just hurt myself. (laughs) Me too. I definitely maxed my mic pretty hard there. I didn't think it was possible, but I did. Oh. (laughs) One bit of nitty-gritty paperwork to be done is... Seems as though I am joining the episode halfway through, so certainly you will need to continue on past this episode and halfway into the next for a full episode to have eclipsed. Oh, I'm really good at remembering things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I believe part of this is you have to talk about somebody other than yourself at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 you should talk about me. You know, I can do stuff and things. <laughs> You serve as a lovely divertment. What's divertment mean? (laughs) Yes, what does divertment mean? It is very diverting to watch your follies. Um, that doesn't feel like a compliment. (laughs) See, like, the tone, it sounds kind of nice, but then it makes me feel sad when I hear it. You're excellent at being confused by tone. (laughs) Um, that also doesn't make me feel like a good thing. Mm. Clearly it's going to take some practice uh, to get really good at this. (laughs) I'm excellent at practicing. (laughs) He's good at keeping food in without leaking. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Now I'm leaking. Oh my god. Well, I'm excellent at figuring out what we should do next. Uh, (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. So, the time has started. I will keep track. And when next we meet, if you've managed this small task that Timor has set to you, the black ring will be yours, and I will be able to give it freely. I'm great at completing tasks and receiving rewards for it. 
<laughs> okay. So he uh, he pulls the wagon to sort of the end of the line so that you're not using him for arrow fodder or anything like that. Mm. Unless, of course, you want to stop and do a full frontal attack or something like that. Yeah. No. And then you are now standing in the open doorway looking in on a sea of lava. Yeah. So that's hot water, I noticed. Super hot water. Um... What else is there in the room? I'm exhibiting an amazing amount of patience right now. <laughs> I was going to say, it got all quiet, and I was a little nervous that somebody had disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have something nice to say about myself, I say nothing. <laughs> um, hey, if you look in that predator thing, is it really bright in the room when you look at it? Skanky? I have excellent vision. No, I mean, like, you know, through the predator vision, it sees heat, right? So it must be, like, super bright. Using my general sense of wisdom and brilliance, yes, can confirm that lava is hot. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, shit, like, is there, like, a path around the lake? Yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me perceive some shit. Perceiving, ooh, 18. It's gonna be two episodes of Skanker complimenting himself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. You mean it'll be the 12th episode of Skankrock complimenting himself. <laughs> right. But I will be very excellent at holding off on the derision for another episode. <laughs> but I'm awesome at storing them up and saving them. Oh, God. All right, uh... <clears throat> So, I'm sorry, you rolled high, Dagan? 18, yeah. Okay, so off to the right, obscured by the heat shimmers, you can see a blackened shape apparently floating in the magma and a long chain leading to the shore. I go over and start pulling the chain in. Okay, you get there. It's a very heavy chain, some of it dipping into the magma, and yet this material as well is not being melted or negative signs of the heat. It's very heavy, however, and you see once you are there that there is a winch and pulley system. So you try to pull with your hands, but the chains are just too heavy even to take up the slack. What if I use my nunchuck? You should use your nunchucks, I said <laughs> wisely. Uh. <laughs> your nunchucks, unfortunately, have moved on into the spirit world. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm gonna try to winchity, 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 winchity. Okay. Tick, 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 and you pull it in, and as the shape gets closer, you see that it is a rather substantial and very heavy-looking iron boat that has high walls and two rows of bench seats and a nice Coors Light cooler right in the middle, mm. and you can see some metallic ores. Oh, uh, well. I helpfully suggest that the lower species row us. Lower species isn't a compliment. I don't know if you meant it that way, but it certainly isn't. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, true. Oh, right. good point. I wisely point out that in order for there to be higher species, lower species are necessary. <laughs> wow. Again, not a compliment. <laughs> Oh, I love the referee. And the timer starts again from now. <laughs> Wait a minute. So says Tamora. 
Wait, wait, is, there's no passive-aggressive backhanded compliment clause in this? I feel like this effort, Skanky, is like your Sisyphusian effort that's just never gonna be reached. That's what I feel like. Okay, so the chain is looped around both of the bench seats in a way that you can't just take the bench seat off or anything. And there is a moderately small silver lock looks like a deadbolt lock that's holding the pieces of chain together. Um, is the lock made of the same material as the chain? No, as a matter of fact, it looks to be silver, whereas the chain is this ominous black iron. But go ahead and roll perception. Well, as a genius, I can observe that you have a knife that cuts through anything. I know. Why do you think I asked if it was made of the same kind of metal, dummy? <laughs> 18 for perception. Okay. You see at the bottom of the boat and also in bits where the chain are actually touching the lava, there is this very faint purplish light that appears to be radiating off of the metal, but only as it's touching the hot magma. Mm. And then as the boat rocks up and down a little bit, the purple light will disappear where it's not actually being heated. Oh. Just a detail. Yeah, like, I bet Skanky, if you look through your spanner daily at the purple one, this whole thing would be glowing like mad. Yes, I am keenly aware of obvious things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to compliment Dagon on what a good idea that was? I mean, he's participating, right? Yeah. Go teammate. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really good at putting up with your participation. <laughs> <laughs> I am very tolerant of when you do things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is never going to get old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I start cutting the lock with the magic knife. So, yeah, I had forgotten you had the magic knife, <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> you just slice right through the chain. I am excellent at coming up with loopholes to cut through <laughs> the obstacles the DM has put in front of us. <laughs> it was more whether you were going to remember that you got that key off the uh, racist dwarf with the racist cat. Oh, right. I do helpfully remember that I have a racist key, but I also remember I have a Dwork assistant. <laughs> okay, so the, the chain falls to pieces. You are now have a very heavy but very non-burning boat. Hey, Runnus, you want to, like, race to see you can push the other oar faster? Yeah, racing is fun. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you a doppelganger again? Yeah. <laughs> Did you say fun? Oh, I forgot who I was for a second. Uh, the DM was racing on endorphins from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, we should probably get where we're going. Otherwise, whoever that guy is that we're trying to rescue will die of old age before we get there. <laughs> Speaking of, where are we going? We're we just going to go around for a spin, or...? I'm an NPC. I'm not allowed to have ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, oh, boy, I'm so hamstrung. <laughs> <laughs> But I am tolerating it with grace. <laughs> oh my god, huh. this is my favorite. I'm amazed at my capacity to come up with things to say under these restrictions. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, everyone piles in the uh, the boat. Um, 
I'm sorry, I can't remember your character's name, Ken. Skankara. <laughs> Spang. Are you hopping in the boat as well? And do you want to take your cart with you? The loophole of your curse is that you can leave it behind and it will follow you. I'm, I mean, the loophole of your job description. Sorry, I didn't mean to let that slip. Yeah, no problem. I, of course, will be carrying the uh, cart with me wherever I go to make sure I can keep an eye on it and make sure no one tampers with it. I don't know why you think it'd be tampered with. There's two fingerprints on the front glass that weren't there before you met Skankra, so... <laughs> I've noticed them. That's why there's glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at noticing I might be involved in that decision. <laughs> in between episodes, we might have to write up a compliment list for Skankra. <laughs> That he could pull from. Acceptable compliments. Yeah. Unacceptable compliments. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I accept all of my compliments. <laughs> it's one of my greatest strengths. I accept positivity. Dagan, you are looking especially radiant today. The sparkle of your eyes really brings out the pink of your flesh. <laughs> yeah. See, when I heard that, see, that, that makes me feel good inside. Not like Skanky's compliments. Oh, they make me feel great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not me. Okay, so everyone hops in. I'm really good at not caring whether or not it makes you feel better. <laughs> Runnus and Degas start pulling at the oars. Uh, it takes a lot more muscle power than it normally would with this sort of boat. I would like to point out how magnificently I delegate the physical. <laughs> yeah, pointed. Good job. <laughs> so you chop your way through the magma sea for about you know, 10 minutes because it's also slow going. It's uh, thicker than water. Yeah, it's pretty viscous, I can tell. While you are tucked down in the boat, it is hot, but you can deal with it. It's not crippling. But if you reach out over the edges or stand up too high, you start getting waves of heat and you can actually feel your hair get fragile and your eyes dry out and it feels very dangerous. So everyone's immediately tucked up in a ball at the bottom of the boat, except for the rowers who are hot, 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 hot. I'm happily avoiding getting hot boated by a dwarf. <laughs> Ew. <Yeah. laughs> Ew. I don't know what that means. I'm gonna just keep it that way. Hot monk box. That feels safer. <laughs> and after a little bit up ahead, you can see the distant shape of what appears to be an island of some sort. And as you row closer, you see that there is a building in the center of the island. Looks very much like a fortification of some sort. Mm. Is there like a way we could land where we won't be seen by the building somehow? Go ahead and uh, roll perception and Skankroff, feel free to do the same. <laughs> 10. <laughs> I, I rolled a one with great dexterity. <laughs> roll a d6, please. I'm excellent at rolling d6s. And I successfully rolled a five. You feel this pulling on the top of your head and your clothes, your tunic and your boots all feel a little bit tighter. 
and you are now 10 inches taller than you were before. All of your clothes don't fit, and you are slightly larger now. <laughs> I'm I'm really good at feeling like a penis. <laughs> you feel awkward in the middle of math class, desperately hoping no one notices you as you get called to the front of the room. Sorry for the personal question, but are you excited? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, you don't have like a belt that you can tuck your head into. <laughs> Uh, that might have been a bit too far. <laughs> and then, Scarecrow, once you're tucked into that belt, you go completely numb, and then you forget about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, no. This is bad. They don't call me Sean Too Far Varney for nothing. <laughs> We're really good at making this uncomfortably sexual. <laughs> Hey, I was listening to episode 11, and I was as innocent as the pure-driven snow as you two perverts that were just going crazy. I, I, I blame Keith more than me. <laughs> I am excellent at perversion. <laughs> but you're not excellent at spotting a place to land unseen on this beach. So... Hey, if we're gonna try to hide, we should probably, like, hide in the light, right? And go right up to the front of it, right? Oh, yeah. That's always the safest move, is walk right up to the front door and kick at it until they surrender. Okay, that sounds like a good plan. I'm also cleverly disguised as a slightly taller racist dwarf. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting that. How long does that last? Doesn't that last only an hour? As long as I want it to! Yeah, it lasts an hour. Actually, that's a good point. It's definitely been more than an hour, especially in the elevators. <clears throat> so as you are growing and becoming a, a big boy, <laughs> struggling with feelings you don't quite understand or have words for, I'm resisting the urge to vomit like a pro. <laughs> uh, you shimmer and you become the normal look of hairless Skankrot, just 10 inches taller than usual. Magnificent hairless Skankrot. So yes, good point. Time has passed. So the hull of the boat starts to drag a little bit on the stone surface of the beach and the waves of the magma pushing you farther up onto the beach to the point where you don't think you could push the boat back into the magma and now you are there and wide open and at the moment you don't see anybody or hear anybody but there's a relatively large iron door in front of you and stone battlements there are two towers to the either side of you with arrow slits there appears to be a ballista mounted up on the top, a nice iron ballista. Pointing at nowhere and at the moment, but definitely looks cool and dangerous. And Wait, it's all made of this iron kind of stuff? The walls are made of stone. The door itself is the same black iron. Mm. So I want to look at the stone and then try to figure out whether it was made by dwarves or other people. Excellent. Yes. Go for it. So stone cunning. Oh my god. Yeah, it's made of stone. Skankro, <laughs> what do you think about that attempt? I think I think I tolerated that, uh, lack of, uh, the... <coughs> <laughs> 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 
I have tolerated the difference in abilities like a champ. He tried to help. He was really working for the team and tried to benefit everybody. I mean, isn't that nice? Isn't that showing willing? And I so patiently and kindly, truly like the good man that I am, resisted the urge to call him an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You stole the diamond from a concubine Of a wizard who could read your mind You got nowhere to hide Nowhere to run You stole the gold from the dwarven graves Then got yourself lost in the caves You got nowhere to Thank you, Ken. That was magical. That worked perfectly. Oh my god, yeah. Ken. That's amazing. So it, fun to play with you guys. It was great. I honestly uh, thought for like the first second that it was a recording. <laughs> and then like even after somebody asked you a question and then and then you answered him like, wow, how has he got that on record? Like he, <laughs> That's really hard. <laughs> Keith, you are released from the compliment thing so you can insult Scott. Oh now. my <laughs> lord, what perception did you roll? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wisdom of One. If you enjoyed our particular brand of nonsense, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcasting service. We can be found online at wisdomofonepodcast.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Wisdom of One Podcast. You can email us at info at wisdomofonepodcast.com. Stay tuned for the next thrilling episode in which Dagan and Skankrock get into a petty squabble about nothing, ignore all of Sean's plot points, and most likely wind up dead. 